My friend. I hope it is not presumptuous to call you my friend, at least. You see, I have come to have need of your services. Don't worry. You'll be adequately compensated for both your time and efforts. The opportunity of a lifetime for all involved, one might say. I don't even want to write what I'm about to ask you to do, for fear that you'll just throw this letter out at the pure gall of it. However, I can promise you this. What I'm going to ask you to do will make you both rich beyond your wildest dreams and more powerful than you can possibly imagine. If you're interested in hearing my proposal, please come to the chef's table at the Brooklyn Fair, located in glorious Manhattan, New York, at 8 p.m. sharp on March 12th. Please dress your best, possibly even better than your best if you can manage it. Tell the host my name. I have reserved a table for seven. Your friend, Rogar Leeds. P.S. You have to walk through the aisles of the grocery store to get to the restaurant, dear friend. Part of the experience. Hi, welcome to uh, welcome to the most dangerous game, a Telltale Hunt story. Uh, this is normally where I would tell you the premise of the game, but I actually want to keep it secret from uh from the listeners until it drops in the actual campaign itself so it's it's gonna be a fun one i promise you that much at least but hopefully anytime uh any any of us accidentally spoil it uh cat will put in like i don't know the adults talking from peanuts or something oh great thanks <laughs> that's but um i've put got uh i've got silence <laughs> I've got five people here with me. Instead of doing the joke of everybody saying hi at once, I'm gonna go. De- let's go down the um the Discord list. Uh, hi at once. It's me, Ape. How you doing? Damn it! You just had to go in front of me, and I can't do the same joke. Hi, I'm Bob and Threadbare. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know, listeners, Ape cannot hear you. You don't know that. <laughs> Okay, I, I lied. Ape can hear you. <laughs> That's Pepper. Hi. Hi at once. It's me, the editor. Colin, introduce yourself. What? Oh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I already did. It's I just said order, it's fucko. <laughs> okay, fine. Hi, I'm Colin. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Chloe, the last one. In the Discord order, anyway. The gay blade. The game. It's the, the gay, gay blade. blade. Let's gay play. <laughs> uh, we're going to be using Genesis for this particular campaign. I know Telltale Hunt stuff usually uses Monster of the Week, but uh, I think three of us, after 110 sessions of Monster of the Week, are a little tired of Monster of the Week. And then two of us, an additional 50 on top of that. Three of us, an additional top 50 on top of that. Because, oh, that's right. It's like the four of us who played 110. And then three of us who played an additional 50. So, yeah. Anyway. And Pepper. And Pepper. So the way Genesis does its character creation, uh, it has you to first determine your background. But, like, everybody here... Um, 
actually, you know what? Let's go down the background. Let's just give a brief synopsis of what our of what your guys' characters will be. We'll go in reverse Discord order this time. So Chloe, you're first. All right, I'm playing Camilla Prince, an Olympic sharpshooter, who, after the discovery of magic and all that nonsense being real, uh, kind of just realized that the Olympics are not the be-all, end-all as a proof of skill, as far as sharpshooting goes, or anything really. So she's looking for the next big thing to prove that she's the best. All right. Cat, what about your character? I am going to be playing Jordan Archer, an otherwise exceptionally normal human who, uh, due to a bunch of sins of the father's clauses and a string of uh, familial tragedies, is now in debt to like a hundred different fey and there's absolutely no way to pay it off so they're getting involved in this campaign in order to handle it all right peppers you moved on the discord order so i don't oh i changed my name (laughs) i I guess we're never talking about you then oh no (laughs) Pepper, what's your you character? You are now an unperson. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm playing as Crane. They're uh, an elven agent of uh, one of the Fey courts, the the Spring Court. Is that right? Spring Court, yeah. The Spring Court, yeah. That's the part that was a secret. What? Shit. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Time for me to do some nonsense in the editing. <laughs> All right. Cap, what's your character's deal? We already talked about me. <laughs> that's, oh shit, that's right. Fuck. Bob, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I will be taking the role of Jordan Archer, an otherwise <laughs> okay, extremely okay. normal you gotta, human. You gotta, no, stop, stop, stop roasting my nuts. I all at once. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even your turn. <laughs> Bobbin, Bobbin, please go. All right. I dip my toes into Monster of the Week, unlike a bunch of these other folks. And so I decided to bring that toe-dipping character with me into this game. So I am once again... Jeremiah Bosco, a uh, black magician in both senses of the word. He uh, owns and operates a bookstore slash black magic consultancy service out of Baltimore, formerly of Chicago, before he moved the building to Baltimore. Oh, I see. So at the moment, he is taking a leave of absence from his regular job. He's going to be leaving his uh, apprentice, who's been coming along quite nicely over the last year or so, to uh, tend to his business while he's away, and doing this campaign instead. And finally, Ape. Uh, Okay, cool. Uh, 
I am playing as uh, Gregory Lombada, uh, an instance of an AI that has been spun off specifically to undertake a very dangerous fact-finding mission. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to mention that. <laughs> I was so excited when Ape came to me with that idea. I was like, I am here for it. Yes! I, <laughs> can I, guess that's why, I guess that's why you've also Neither. not changed your name in the uh, on the character yep. sheet, because you want to keep that a secret. Yep. I'm so happy! Lambda. Mm. I said Lombada because I'm a moron. <laughs> I know it's Lambda. I've played Half-Life. I know it's Lambda. I said Lombada because I'm dumb. <laughs> All right. Gregory Lambda. I'm so happy. So next up is um, step two, which is to select a character, archetype, or species. Let's go with roll 20 order this time, because I'm feeling spicy and just changing up the order all the time. Uh, Bobbin, what's, um, which archetype did you choose for Jeremiah there? He prefers Bosco. Okay, what did you choose for Bosco? He's got a better mouthfeel. Uh, well, obviously being a wizard, Bosco is the intellectual, which for those of you at home, means that he starts with two in all characteristics, except a three in intellect and a one in agility. And I have requested, given Bosco's uh, build and advanced age, that the one be shifted to brawn instead. I didn't really see a problem with it, so yeah. Oh, and this also means that he starts with one free point in a knowledge skill. And in addition, he also starts with the uh, special ability, Brilliant! Once per session, your character may spend a story point as an incidental. If they do so during the next check they make during that turn, you count their ranks in the skill being used as equal to their intellect. So instead of being one or two as the case may be, my skill will be four. Yeah, Robin's already built his character, so put some stuff in there already. Right, and if I use an intellect skill and that specific ability, then I will have four upgraded dice. All right. Chloe, uh, which one are you choosing? I am playing an average human. Average humans are completely average in a lot of ways. They start with a two in every characteristic. They have a 10 plus brawn and a 10 plus willpower. They get a bit more experience. Uh, and I get to pick two non-career skills to start at rank one. Plus, the big thing is that once per session, as an out-of-turn incidental, I can just uh, steal a story point from the GM. Yeah, that's real cool. I honestly love that idea. Because I'm ready for anything. Yeah. All right, uh, Pepper. Let's let's talk about your special. Um, your special. I'm definitely. One. I'm definitely an elf. <laughs> definitely an elf. Wink. I'm definitely an elf. <laughs> What's an elf? Pepper is using a special archetype that will make more sense as the story progresses. With any luck. Uh, we will not t be talking about. Uh, about Crane's uh, special archetype at this moment in time. 
Hey, which one are you choosing? Because I gave you two options for Gregory, and I don't know which one of those I'm you like better. I'm still looking at them to be... Let's see. Uh, hold on. Looking at Biodroid, and I need to look at... Uh... The robot, yeah. Robots, like, Wayne space opera stuff. Yeah, yeah. see robot. They're mostly the same. Um, it's just that uh, robots get, like couple extra abilities. Does that mean they start with less experience? No, they actually start with more. Uh, I think robot's going to be a better fit for what I want. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's why they start with uh, with more experience points, because biodroids start with three brawn and uh, ones and everything else, and robots start with one and everything. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, I see. It's more customization. Right, yes. Very specialized. So you, you can go ahead and talk about robot if you want. Okay, so robots... I mean, you, I've never played this system before, so I'm kind of learning on the fly here. It's fine. That's what I'm here for. So let's see. A um, couple special abilities... I get one rank in six of the eight career skills instead of the usual four. I don't know what that means, but that sounds nice. Uh, robots don't need to eat, eat, sleep, or breathe, and are unaffected by toxins and poisons. That's very nice. Uh, networked intelligence, which sounds correct. Uh, robot automatic uh, success. Star symbol. Yeah, stars to are success. Intellect. Okay, yeah. and uh, robot adds automatic success to an insulate. To its intellect and willpower-based checks for each other friendly character of the same species with a medium range. So that's probably not going to come up very often. Well, I mean, this is this is more structured like a globe-trotting thing. So you could always go down to Southern California and network with the um, with the other Gregories if you want to get okay. more information. Yeah. Okay. And organic, since robots are inorganic, they do not get any benefits of recovering runes with painkillers or a medicine check. Robots can recover runes and strains naturally by systems resting as their systems attempt self-repairs. Robots can be healed by using the mechanic skill instead of the medicine skill, but otherwise follow guidelines detailed on page 116. The robot also increases its soak by one, which I don't know what that means, but that sounds damp. So, so soak is basically you ignore that many points of damage. Oh, that sounds cool. You get extra soak from spending points in brawn, so you may want to do that since you can't heal in combat. Yeah. Yeah, your starting soak is equal to your brawn. Yeah. Um, right. We'll get into that in a couple of steps because um, we do still have another couple of steps before that happens. Uh, and then Cat, uh, which archetype are you choosing? I'm also taking the intellect. I'm an engineer. So I just picked the brain person. Yeah, that's class. fair. That's fine. We can we can double up. That's that's no problem. That's no problem. We're going in two completely different directions after that, so I think it's fine. Yeah. So step three is to choose a career. And you don't have to choose a career from the list ones in this book. You could just choose eight of the skills that you think would make sense. And career skills basically cost less experience points to buy into to rank them up than non-career skills. So eight skills as uh, as career skills. So if you guys just want to take 
a moment to decide that or just choose one out of the book if you're feeling lazy that's also fine i've got mine picked out already okay for the purposes of this campaign i am splitting both melee and range attacks into separate into their light and heavy categories respectively because it's urban fantasy i feel like guns and melee weapons come up just as often so even though they say not to do that normally i'm i'm doing it i picked the career uh, my career i picked was soldier even though my character is not a soldier i just figured it worked best for what i was going with yeah and like like i said you can always just choose different one skills if you want but um Soldier starts with athletics, brawl, origin, melee, perception, range, survival, and vigilance. Um, Sorry, and because what was I'm that third one? Those... Origin? Coercion. Okay. Yeah, and because you were talking, I already remembered you talking about range being split into light and heavy, so I already picked which one I wanted out of that. Okay, alright. Yeah, um, I picked... Since I get four to pick, I chose light ranged, coercion, vigilance, and athletics. Yeah, I think after you choose your skills, you get like four f- ranks for free in one of them. Yeah, right? whatever career skills you choose, you get uh, a free rank in all of them. You get a free rank in four of them. In four of them. The ones you choose, I mean. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And Ape gets the benefit of getting two extra first rank uh, skills for free. Yes. That's because of the robot thing. Uh, Bobbin, what are the career skills that you've chosen? Well, I basically started out with wizard as the baseline and then modified from there. And so the skills I have taken are alchemy, cool, discipline, arcana, light ranged weapons, Coercion, negotiation, and magic. Or knowledge of magic. Should also mention that. Yes, um, for the purposes of this campaign, I split the knowledge skills into three different categories. Magic, science, and history. I mean, I'm done uh, so that we can move on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I mean, I don't know if anybody else is done picking their career skills. Uh, so I have. Um, I'm going to take the the hacker career and modify it slightly. That gives me uh, career skills in computers, discipline, knowledge, mechanics, perception, piloting, streetwise, and vigilance. I want to change piloting to something else. I just don't know what yet. That's 100% fair. Did you say cool or vigilance? Because I did say vigilance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Picking at least one of those is good because those are your um, initiative initiative roles. Yeah. Medicine, maybe? Do you have a combat skill? No, I don't. Kind of intentionally. Fair enough. Uh, how do your social skills look? Uh, also non-existent. Right, you might Below want. That, I'm fine to change. Yeah, you might want like deception or negotiation. Just like being in IT, you have to deal with people more often than you would like. 
Probably negotiation. Except maybe coercion. Get them to stop calling you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If were were I a QA engineer, which uh, which of these would I have to use most often? Deception to tell people what they want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Or that might be charm. I don't know. That'd probably be charm, honestly. I was leaning towards charm, just being a little bit charming. I'll do that. God, soldier starts with brawl, melee, and ranged. Yeah. I might trade those out for something else, honestly. That's that's fair. Has anybody else finished which ones they want to choose? I know which one I'm going to go with, but I am going to tweak it a little bit since I get two extra skills. No, 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 you get two extra skills. Uh, points to put into skill ranks. You still oh, get the normal okay. eight li- eight listing of skills, but normally you get four of those to rank one. You get to raise six of them to rate rank one. Okay. Um, would you mind if I tweak this by dropping a couple of these? Because I don't... Uh, yeah, like, like I said, like I said, you're fully able to customize them. Which one, which one are you looking at? Well, I mean, there's one called Mad Scientist. And- <laughs> yeah. And it seems like it's what I want anyway. It has alchemy, coercion, knowledge, mechanics, medicine, operation, operating, skullduggery, and ranged heavy. Uh, I will probably drop alchemy. Okay. So I don't feel like I n- we need to double up on that. And it's. Um, I would say that the knowledge skill that you get would be knowledge science, not just general knowledge. Cool. cool. I'm definitely going to keep ranged heavy. I don't know how I feel about coercion. For bossing around Igor. <laughs> yeah, but I don't feel like it's going to really fit Gregory. I mean, he's going to be in like a big, possibly intimidating robot. You know, body. So. I think you could make that work, but I also don't feel like Gregory's personality is one that's really capable of traditional intimidation. No, Gregory's a nice boy. Gregory is a nice boy. So I feel like I will probably... So I'm probably going to drop the first two of Alchemy and Coercion and pick something else with those two then. Just tweak it a little bit. You could probably... Computers. Yeah, definitely yeah, computers. Computers. Um, and then um maybe cool or vigilance, because those are your those are your uh Uh I definitely feel like vigilance is going to be important. Um vigilance is the initiative that you use if you are being ambushed. Yeah, that kind of bears repeating for Pepper as well. There are two initiative skills. Ah. That are yeah. you know, skills. Yeah, um, cool is used if you if you uh, are going in with a plan and everybody knows like everybody's there. Um, vigilance is uh, it's a surprise and you're being ambushed or something. Um, well, sometimes one of, it, uh, one of Gregory's early functions was uh, specifically like combat radar. So, so yeah, vigilance could fit. Yeah. Also worth noting that these skills are useful outside of just initiative. Yeah, vigilance is passive perception, effectively. What is operating? What is operating? Because I also have that. And for its part, 
cool is used for uh, staying calm in stressful situations and also for, uh, I think, resisting coercion. I think so. I think that is correct. <laughs> oh, I might actually want to get rid of operating because uh, operating is for when using these sorts of vehicles for which your character needs training, a sharp mind and the ability to keep track of a lot of information your character employs the operating skill. Operating re represents your character's ability to drive, pilot, fly, or sail anything big. Ships, dirigibles, spaceships, anything with a crew. Yeah, you might want to get rid of that, because... Yeah, not to spoil too much, but all your travel expenses are uh, are covered, so you don't need to worry about having to fly your own self around. So what is the knowledge skill? Um, it would be knowledge science. Normally, the system uses just a general knowledge uh, skill. I have split it into three, and I've said that for mad scientist, it would probably make more sense for it to be knowledge science. I think I've chosen my skills, and if I've made a horrible mistake, please let me know. Uh, here, uh, do you want me to just list them? It's eight, right? Yeah, eight. it's eight total. Okay, yes. I, I have uh, cool, perception, skullduggery, Streetwise, Primal, Ranged Light, Charm, and Deception. Yep, no, those are, those are all good. Cool. I, I, I wasn't sure because sometimes in a, like, a skill like Streetwise or Survival isn't always going to be like applicable. It depends on what you guys do. I imagine that sometimes you'll okay. be going to big cities and uh, Streetwise will come in handy in big cities. Okay. Because uh, this this campaign um, I did not mention to the uh, listeners is a lot more freeform than most of my uh, short campaigns. Like they, until like near the very end, they have a large impetus on deciding where to go and what to do. So yeah, uh, Ape, go ahead and choose six of those uh, career skills to put a rank in. Everybody else choose four, and uh, we will move on to the next step. Computers, mechanics, perception, and knowledge. By the way, I'm also on knowledge science. Okay. All right, so uh, traveling operation, I'm trying to think of what I want to pick up and turn. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. You have. You also have operating. Um. <laughs> I don't. I misremembered. I had mechanics, which I didn't know uh, what it meant. Uh. Maybe take the other initiative skill? Uh, put it into cool and vigilance, ape. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And do I want to stick with ranged heavy? I don't know. I think light weapons is just pistols, and heavy weapons are everything over a pistol, essentially. Yeah. I think. I haven't quite looked yet. Yes, but, um, uh, light weapons are pistols. I don't know what my final stat spread's going to turn out to be here. Because right now it's all one. We'll be getting there. We'll be getting there. In fact, that's the next step. But uh, I, I believe that SMGs are also light. Basically, a firearm that you have to hold in two hands is a heavy weapon. I feel like an SMG and what we're doing is not uh, going to be optimal. <laughs> so, quoting out of the book here, uh, for the skills section, they give a lot of, like, your character should use this skill if, your character should not use this skill if, examples for everything 
for ranged light, your character should use this skill if they shoot a pistol, submachine gun, flechette pistol, laser pistol, or similar weapon, hurl a throwing knife, or toss a grenade. You should not use it if you are firing a shotgun, rifle, laser cannon, machine gun, or other large heavy weapon, or something mounted to a spaceship or vehicle. Yeah, I'm at the modern weapons section in the page 166. And yeah, SMGs are ranged light. The sniper rifle, shotgun, hunting rifle, assault rifle are all heavy. And then you used gunnery. You used gunnery for like... Mounted. Yeah. Big mounted shit. Machine guns, cannons, missile launchers, or other crude weapons. Anything attached to a vehicle... I mean, anything that's supposed to be attached to a vehicle, you can take those off and walk around with them like Jesse Ventura and Predator, but uh, <laughs> exactly be uh, wise. So, uh, step four here is investing experience points. So, we are using the experienced characters rule, which gives everybody an extra 50 experience points, but they cannot use those extra experience points towards raising their attributes, so their brawn, their strength, etc. So the book itself recommends that you spend most of your experience points or as many as you possibly can on raising your attributes because once you have left character creation, there are no ways to really increase your attributes. Well, there is that. one way. There is there's one way, but it costs 175 experience points. Yeah, you have to basically get... You can only do it once for every stat, and you have to get a, like, max rank skill. Yes, like a tier 5 talent. And you can't jump straight to tier 5. You have to build a pyramid to get up to it. Yeah. Yeah, with with skills. Yeah. Or with talents. That's what they're called. I worked out the math. It's 175 experience points minimum to get a tier 5 talent. Oh, dear. Well, they're they're big deals. Yeah. Someone said something about my character having ninety XP. Is that with or without? That is without the bonus. I okay. I just created a baseline, but yes. Um. So you have ninety to work with attributes, and then whatever you can't spend on attributes, and then an extra fifty left over. Um. Also, with the experienced uh characters model, normally skills. You can only buy up to rank two during character creation. With experienced characters, you can buy up to rank three. But first and perhaps the most pressing thing you should know is that to buy a higher characteristic, you need to spend the new number times 10. So level two costs 20 experience. I see. Three is 30 experience or 50 if you're starting from one and four is 40. Yeah, you have to buy every level as you go up. Yes. Um, and they also cap out at five. Yeah, even okay. even with the, the talent that lets you raise your stats, you can't go above five. Right. And incidentally, I spent all 100 of my starting experience Raising intellect to four, willpower to three, and presence to three. Uh, all kind of same, actually. Hmm. I spent my starting 
110, raising agility to 4, willpower to 3, and taking an extra rank in ranged light to get it to 2. We cannot have leftover experience, is that correct? You can have leftover experience. Okay. It's just that you can never spend it on characteristics again, so... You want to spend as much as you can on characteristics, and then move on to other stuff if you have some left over. I'm spending all 100 of my starting experience on Int 4, Cunning 3, Presence 3. I'm going to post my characteristics in the chat so that... Because I don't trust myself to make the right decision. I might actually take Presence back. That's the talkie, and I don't want, really want to be all that talky. I'm going to be talky. I'm going to be talky. That's the thing they don't tell you about black magic. You really need to know how to convince mm -hmm. spirits to do your bidding. I'm only one thing. <laughs> I'm actually just going to get agility up by one more, and then I'll have ten experience left over, which... How would you recommend I... So, let's see, you have 90. Yeah. Um, what's primal based off of? I forget. Cunning. So your cunning's at three. But I also have a bunch of other skills that are cunning-based. So, yeah, you might want to raise your cunning up, honestly. Uh, spend okay. pretty experience to get it up to four. You might also want to raise your brawn, because uh, soak is based on brawn. Which leaves me with ten... We already got one glass cannon. No, that leaves oh, you wait, with no. 30. Oh, okay. I'll raise my presence then. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, we're probably also going to be separated a lot, so having multiple ways of being talky is probably a good idea. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if we're globetrotting, it might be a thing where some of us mm -hmm. are in different spots. That's fair. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Ape, you have a whopping 175 experience points to work with, but that's because all your stats start at level 1. Yeah. I am the, uh, shitty starting class. I am the, you know, the complete fucking dog shit person in any given Dark Souls game. You're, <laughs> you're just yeah, a fucked you're, up little guy. It's extremely customizable, because you start with 175 experience points. And then I have an additional 50 that I'm not allowed to use for attributes. Correct. You're not allowed to use those for uh, for for characteristics slash attributes, which is what I've been calling them. So everything right now, because this is one, everything would cost 20 to raise, correct? Correct. Yeah. If you wanted all twos and everything, that would cost you 120 experience. So put one point in brawn for now. And knock intellect up by one. Definitely put a lot of stuff in an intellect. But we're on up to three, actually, and that'll leave me with a hundred and five. One into cunning and one into agility. So that's sixty left over. Presence, presence. Do we have anything in presence? Um, presence determines a lot of like some of the um talky skills. Have... Yeah, presence is like leadership, negotiation, charm. What else? Cool. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel Gregory's not particularly like Gregory's endearing, I guess, but not particularly charming or a very good leader. Yeah, so you might not want a lot of presence. I just kept my default too. 
Alright, let's see. Do we have anything that would utilize willpower? Ranged weapons are tied to agility. You're supposed to be a combat model. Let's see, so I have 60 left, so I could... How do you only have 60 left? You should have a 5 in there somewhere. Oh yeah, 65, that's right. There, there. That, that five is really important. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a that's a free skill from zero to one. I don't have any skills at zero, but you have a lot of skills at zero. Oh, uh, not characteristics. That's right. All right, so sixty, I could put uh, two at three, or I could put willpower at one and uh, another one at three. What are my skills that use willpower? Vigilance. Divine magic, if you had it. Yeah. Coercion. Da, 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 da. And there's like, basically, I can't raise skills outside of character creation, or at least not very easily. You can't raise characteristics, so like the starting or characteristics, five ones. Right. Yeah. Alright, alright. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to take willpower to two. Uh, and then put uh, intellect at three, and that'll use fifty points. So I'll have fifteen points left over, and that can go to the next part, which is uh, shoving the rest of the experience points that you did not spend in the additional fifty experience points on skills and talents. All right. So my final stat spread is brawn three, agility two, intellect three, cunning two, willpower two, and presence one. Okay, so talents basically cost uh, five experience points per tier. Uh, career skills cost five experience points times the number you want to increase it to. And then non-career skills are the same, but you add an additional five experience points for it just not being in your wheelhouse. So spend the remainder of your experience points how you wish. And I get to add a rank in six uh, career skills rather than four, right? Correct. So you still have three more. Um, I took a look at your thing uh, earlier. Uh, it looked like you had chosen two or three. I've gotten three, so I'll take... Yeah, so go ahead and choose the, choose the other three that you want to do before you start uh, buying skills. And you can phrase skills to a maximum of three. What else costs XP? Anything else besides skills and... Just skills and talents. Okay. Talents are five times the tier. Yes. Yeah, some talents can be taken, like, multiple times. Okay. However, they take up new slots and cost more. Yeah. I spent all of my experience, if you want me to go over my stuff. Sure. Go for it. Okay, so with the extra 50 that I got uh, from it, the advanced character creation, I ra raised light range from 2 to 3 for 15 experience. I bought 4 talents. I bought quick draw, which basically lets me holster or unholster a weapon as an incidental action. What tier is that? 1. I bought quick strike, which uh, lets me add a blue die, which I forget the name of those ones. Boost. Boost, ah, right, boost die. I get to add a boost die for each rank of quick strike to any combat checks I make against a target that has not yet taken their turn in the current encounter. Lucky strike, where is it? 
which is a tier 2 one, which costs 10 experience. Which, uh, when I purchase this talent, I choose one characteristic. After my character makes a successful combat check, I can spend a story point to use this talent to add damage equal to my character's ranks in that characteristic to one hit of the combat check. I chose... You're, gonna, you're never going to guess this. I chose agility. What? Yeah, and then uh, I bought a really good skill called Knack for it. Which uh, lets me pick one of my skills and remove two... What is it? Difficulty die? Or what's the black ones? No, no, the black ones are um, setback. Two setback dies from uh, any skill check with that particular skill. As long as it's not a combat skill. It can't be a combat or magic skill. Okay, so... Talents work on a pyramid system in this game? Yes. I have to have, like, two tier one skills in order to have a tier two skill. And I would have to have uh, three tier one, two tier two, and to be able to buy a tier three. Correct. Okay. For my part... Because I am an intellectual, I started out with five class skills at rank one. So I spent my 50 bonus experience bringing the other three up to one, and then bringing three of my existing skills up to two. And then I had a five left over, so I bought a talent. And for reference, my my three rank two skills are alchemy, arcana, and knowledge of magic. And my talent is doubling down on that, because I got knack for it as well, but for alchemy. Okay. I wish I could use uh, knack for it on arcana, but apparently that's too broken. That's... uh, no, that's too bad. (laughs) You can't do that, you'd be too powerful, oh no. So my wound threshold as a robot right now is uh, 13. It's your wounds plus your it's your base value plus um, your brawn score. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's 10 plus brawn, and I have three brawn, so it's 13. Yeah. Is that a yeah. good number? Yeah, that's... that's it's better than mine. The, the average is around 11 to 13, so you're on, like, on the upper end of average. And for, I, like, a new character. Yeah. Yeah. There's and not really I, a lot of way to raise your threshold, I think. Talents, you can get a... There are some talents. There are some talents, but uh, the the biggest thing you want is soak, because that is fewer points going into your wounds each time, and that you can get more of that fairly easily. You just need to get better armor. So I should or shouldn't spend talents on getting more soak. It's up to you. How much of a tank do you want to be? Soak is just straight damage negation. You take yeah. four damage, then you apply your soak to it. So if you've got two soak, if you took four, you actually take two. If you have three soak, you only took one. If you have four soak, congratulations. You did not actually get hit. Fuck you. You take four damage and nothing happens to you. Okay, but it's... Is it easy to get that through armor or... I don't know. Uh, I, I think know, armor gives you like one or two soak at a time. Yeah, it's easy to get soak from armor, but if you really want to tank, you want soak from every possible direction. Yes. Okay. Okay. Most armor adds plus one or plus two soak, rarely more. 
Looks like I have base one soak or something. Um, your base soak is actually based off of your bronze score. So you have three soak. Oh, I have three soak? Yeah, that number doesn't go to zero. It's just because of the way the character sheet is formatted. Everybody okay. starts at one. All right, so I have three soak now. More soak is better. More soak mm. is better. But Colin hasn't given us any uh, starting monies. I don't know. So. I, I think the it's going to be base amount of starting monies, which is, I think, 500 bucks per 500 person. currency. And I've already spent all of mine, or most of mine. Oh, by the way, for my uh, skills, since I never went over it, I uh, skills and talents. I also took two more talents. Uh, I also took knack for it, though I haven't decided which skill I'm attaching it to. But I also took unremarkable, which is just <laughs> if anybody ever tries to find me in a crowd, they get an automatic failure on their roll. I also took unremarkable. <laughs> I don't know how that's true for you, but okay. <laughs> oh, trust me. I'm an elf. <laughs> trust me. Don't. <laughs> oh, you're the changeling or something, I'm gonna guess. No comment. <laughs> so that was 10 of my experience, which left me with... 50 more, because I had 10 left over from uh, characteristic allocation, so I put I got up to two uh, computers mechanics, perception vigilance and knowledge science now, I'm not seeing any talents that relate to magic, is that um, is that right? yeah yeah, okay magic is pretty versatile and like powerful enough as it is I don't think that a lot of talents will do or like necessary to make it more powerful yeah okay. it, se it seems quite deliberate and I being a magic user as well I scoured the list of talents for anything related to magic nope <laughs> okay can I get a tier 3 skull her talent? Um, it would cause... Is it mathematically possible? 50... 25, 35, 50 exactly. Oh, yeah, 50. Well, but okay. You, you would spend nothing on your skills. I yeah. haven't done that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How many talents did y'all take? One. Two. Four. Uh, oh, okay. One so far, but I'm still looking. I'm also not seeing any talents that give me more soak. It's fairly expensive. Yeah, that, that makes soak sense. Is good, so they lock it behind higher stuff. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take tough on me because that gives me more. That gives me two more wound thresholds, so I'm up to fifteen. Fair enough. I have no idea how rolls work, so I don't know. I guess if two is the maximum, you can make a skill. Three at creation. Three. As three is the maximum for you guys. Oh yeah, then. So what it what it does is that it either turns one of your green dice into a yellow dice, which is um, which is good, or if all of your dice are already yellow and you add another point, it just gives you another green dice. 
Basically, okay. the more sides a die has, the better of a roll it tends to make. Also, I don't okay. think green dice have triumph symbols on them. <laughs> Correct. Uh, only yellow dice have triumph, and only red dice have despair. Which is the opposite of a triumph. The non-numbered dice disturb and frighten me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fine. It it's took fine. me a while myself. You'll get used to it very fast. It's so... <laughs> If I wanted to raise Toughened uh, up to rank two, I would have to purchase two other tier ones and then pay the 10 XP. So Uh, 20 XP in total. The rank one of a skill counts. You don't buy. Oh, okay. You don't raise it up. You are buying it and then buying its second level. Yeah. Okay, so it would count as it would still count as the bottom of pyramid. Yes. Yes. So would it cost 5 XP or 10 XP? I feel like 10 XP. It'd be 10 XP because you are buying it at tier two. Okay. Yep. The second box is on top of the first box. Yeah. You'll buy it first for five and then a second rank one for five. And then you'll buy it at rank two for 10. Okay. So you're looking at a total of 20 experience points if you want to go with uh, with that. uh, But would count as two tier ones. For on a tier two. Uh, let's see. Do I want that now, or do I want to? F- I feel like I want swift. Yeah. How how useful is that going to be? Is there going to be much difficult terrain? Without spoiling anything, it would probably come in handy to be able to go across difficult terrain more easily. Yeah, I definitely yes. want swift. Right. I just, I feel like we're going to hit, like, lots of magical brambles and shit, and, like, Robot does not give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Can you, uh, can I imagine that you look like, uh, one of the robots from Castle in the Sky? No. Unfortunately not. Mm -hmm. It's, it's more humanoid, I would imagine. I'm imagining Samuel Hayden with his love handles. (laughs) (laughs) right so take toughened and swift then that's 10 xp total yeah it doesn't actually look like there is a talent that gives you any extra soak there is it's called enduring it's rank four well i'm not getting that each rank of enduring increases your character's soak value by one that's it that's the whole thing uh, so every, just so everyone knows, oh, yeah, um, my my ta- I took unremarkable, proper upbringing, and a lucky strike. You are too are lucky, I see. <laughs> when your character purchases this talent, choose one characteristic. After your character makes a successful combat check, you may spend one story point to use this talent to add damage equal to your character's ranks in that characteristic to one hit of combat check. That's a thing you get to do pretty rarely, probably, but it's pretty good still. Yeah. Yeah. Situationally useful is what we call that. Yeah. Depends on how fast the story points are flying around. So now we're going to determine your derived attributes, which we've already kind of um, started into. Your wound threshold is equal to your... uh, Brawn. Your brawn... Plus your archetype's base. So, whatever your archetype's base is, add your brawn. There you go. That's your wound threshold. 
It's you're gonna want to go back to the archetype page that you have, and it'll say starting wound threshold, starting strain threshold. It'll be a number plus your brawn and a number plus your willpower. Mine was ten plus brawn, and since my brawn is three, uh, that was thirteen. And then I took a talent that gives me two extra, so I've ended up at fifteen. Makes sense. Mine's thirteen or twelve. As an intellectual, mine starts at eight. And I have one brawn, so I'm at nine. Old man energy here. I have one more wound than you do. Yep. Bobbin. I've got 14 strain, though, because I got two willpower. Ooh. It's uh, 12 plus will. Yep, and I've got 15 strain. I have 12 strain. I might change that if I can find a talent to do so. I got 13 strain. I get 10 plus my stat for both of them. I feel like I want one more tier one talent, so. What about Pepper? I'm spending my 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 points, but I'm I'm at 11 wounds, which I'm told is average. Yep, that's Better the lower end of average, but that's still average. Okay. Yeah, 11 wounds, 12 strain. I haven't touched defense or income yet. Uh. Defense is derived from armor, so you don't got to worry about that yet. And encumbrance is your equip load, so also don't worry about that yet. And soak? Soak is your bronze score straight up. Okay, cool. Until and unless you take that tier four skill that gives you more. Okay. Or get armor. I have 20 points burning a hole in my pocket. So you can always decide them later. No, no, I'll, I'm not going. <laughs> no, to, I'm not now. going to remember until like the next session. There's a spot under underneath your character info section that lets you see total XP available oh. XP. Oh yeah, I have that written down. I just, I just, I'm not going to remember to allocate it, and I don't want to have to do it like in the first ten minutes of the session. When Colin's not looking. You are allowed to just bank. You don't have to spend it all out. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And considering we get like, what, 20, 25 experience every session? And this is, we're going to have at least four sessions of getting EXP where it matters. It's fine to hold on to a bit. Okay. Yeah, I'll hold on to 20. Yeah, there's nothing at this point that... past that spending experience on is going to get you that you can't get later. Okay. I'm going to erase uh, on the, the how to XP stuff. I'm going to erase the attributes and the uh, special um, things for the careers that you can't purchase them above three because you're basically done. Every time you say that word, I want to roundhouse kick you. I know. What it's- word? Especially because they're not attributes, they're characteristics. I'm used to Dungeons and Dragons terminology. Attribute is a verb, attribute is a noun. (laughs) Anyway. This is not the best song in the world, this is just a tribute. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm here too. (laughs) Hello all at once. That's the running gag of this uh, this campaign. 
My god. So, step six is uh, de is determine character motivation. This is purely for role-playing uh, aspects. They want your characters to have a desire, a fear, a strength, and a flaw. I feel like you're all good enough role-players that uh, you don't really need to fill those out. It's, it's helpful, especially for new players, um, and it's... Like, I think even ex with experienced players, it's helpful, but like, that's something we can find out like in play. Like, I don't think we really super duper need to fill those out. Mm. Real you quick, think, before yeah. we, I was just making double sure of something on my, uh, on the robot. And I noticed the line at the end of inorganic robot also increases soak by one. So I actually have four soak. Oh, yeah. Wow. Nice. That was a clap. <laughs> I was looking to see if there were setting specific talents. They aren't listed in the settings section. There are a few talents that t that say uh, only you should really only use this talent in X setting. Yeah. Um. So you can use any of them that say fantasy or modern. Or any. Or any. No, no any talents. Mm -hmm. Only fantasy or modern. This is Munchkin. <laughs> five. Five dollar. Five dollar footline, foot long, any, any, any. So I have forty XP left over. Well, you might as well also list your encumbrance threshold, which is just five plus brawn. I don't think they. Right. For some reason, they did not put that in the derived attributes. Or so I got eight attributes. Derived uh, attribute, yes. But they are also just called characteristics. Yeah. For some reason, it's listed in the equipment section. It only tells you then. I'm going to have to ask you to explain how magic works at a later date, because I do not have the spoons to wrap my head around it right now. <laughs> Basically, you choose what you want to do and then what added stuff you want to do, do with it. And then that adds difficulty to uh, casting the actual spell. It's not it's not as hard as it looks. Cause, OK, good, because it looks I mean, obviously it's a new system, and any new system is going to be intimidating, but I'll, I'll talk to you about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I can also assist, because I also had a character who effectively had a magic system, and I've, and I've okay. looked over the rules as well, being the other magic user. And okay. let me just say that the first thing you want to do is explain what you want your spell to accomplish. And generally, that's going to fit into one of the categories that exists. And a couple of them are locked off to your specific magic type. Like, I'm an arcane caster, so I can't cast healing spells. Right, but in exchange, I am also allowed to cast dispel magic spells, which the uh, primal and divine spellcasters can't do. But most options are available to everyone. It's just about yeah. flavor. Okay. So before we go into uh, step seven, which is basically choosing gear, um, I will talk about how the dice work. Because it's weird, but it's also really cool. So there are three types of good dice and three types of bad dice. And I'm going to look up the specific names 
It's boost, ability, and proficiency. Setback, difficulty, and challenge are the bad ones. On each dice, there are different symbols that represent uh, certain things. For the good dice, they are um, advantages, successes, and triumphs. And on the bad set of dice, there are uh, failures, threats, and despairs. Failures cancel out successes, threats cancel out advantages, and despair and triumph actually do not cancel each other out. I have learned. You can have both a triumph and a despair, which is wild to me. But here we are. Colin, Hmm. I just, I want you to know that when you said bad dice, I had the mental image of a D6 in like a leather jacket with a pompadour holding a switchblade. (laughs) That needs to be a character in Dicey Dungeons. So, um, basically, the way you roll in this game is that you take your pool of ability dice, proficiency dice, and boost dice when I tell you to um, roll a skill. And I set a difficulty between one and five. And that's how many difficulty dice you roll. So if I say it is a difficulty three challenge, you would roll three difficulty dice plus any setback dice um, that might come up. And also uh, difficulty dice can be upgraded into challenge dice. So it'd be like one challenge dice and two um, difficulty dice. So when I said earlier that you can still succeed, but bad things can happen, and you can still fail, but good things can happen. Basically, the way that works. Example. Right there, yeah, that's a that's a good example. Um, so the goofing around roll that um that Chloe just did was one failure and four advantages. So it, say she was trying to shoot a person because I imagine she'll be doing that a lot. She missed the person, but she probably like hit some sort of um, like computer or like security pad and prevented them from like being able to call him back up. Or like force them into cover. Yeah, forcing them into cover also can work. Like they they have to take a position that is not as uh, good as they want to be. There is actually a table in the book that gives examples on how you can spend advantages. And it's important to note that those are examples. They are by no means the end-all be-all list if it fits in the narrative that you want to tell then you can do it as long as you have the advantages to do so and the same applies for um a success with a bunch of threats uh so like if chloe rolled the opposite of that uh one success but four threats she got the guy in the shoulder but he reaches for his walkie-talkie calls him back up and like more people run into the room or her gun champs or anything else yeah a number of things like whatever fits the narrative and whatever is cool it's very loosey-goosey yes there's also just like straight mechanical effects if you can't think of anything narrative like you can spend two advantages to give the next person to roll a boost die yes um you can also like spend advantages to like regain strain, which is nice. Also worth noting that 
the specific rules and examples are mostly for combat and like direct social encounters in more narrative areas encounters then it is far more up to players and gms to figure out what the hell these dice mean yeah like if knowledge roll would probably be a really good example of like they don't give an example of what to do with a knowledge roll so you just kind of have to figure it out and that that does also apply to magic skills incidentally you still have to pay to uh, strain every time you want to cast a spell powerful enough to roll dice. But if you cast it outside of combat, you you can ignore all of the uh, spending up uh, bonuses and such. That will probably come in handy. So, uh, gear, now that I've explained how the game basically works, gear... It's all over the place, uh, so it is a mixture of fantasy and um, and modern, so anything in the fantasy list and modern list will be applicable. Also, in the generic equipment list, they got some essentials there that you should really look at. Like a backpack. <laughs> That's a really important hmm. one. Because uh, things start weighing a lot really fast. Yeah. What about, like, a car? That's probably in setting-specific gear. We got vehicle rules. Yeah, I feel like we're going to want at least one vehicle. Like a James Bond spy car? Yeah, I don't see anything off the cuff about uh, vehicles. Oh, 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 no, they're past past the magic rules, that's right. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Four-door automobile. Price slash rarity is between 2,000 to 50,000 currency. That's more than I have. Yes, that is more than you have. <laughs> I think if we all pulled our money, we could buy a car. <laughs> but we're supposed to be like... I can't imagine in some... Like, like, you're a ta- like IT person, cat, Like a normal person with a job? Yeah. And you And like... I should own a car. I'll give you guys one vehicle each within reason. You cannot have a fucking James Bond spy car that turns invisible and shoots rocket motors. Okay, but, but Colin, but Colin, Gregory Lambda is here, so the Steiner mobile <laughs> is in play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's entirely. Possible. I don't know what that means. I still don't get it. <laughs> I don't know if Steiner would let Gregory drive the car from L.A. To I don't know New if York Gregory City. knows how to drive. This time. <laughs> Gregory Lambda isn't old enough to drive. Maybe when Gregory he's is old. Lambda is technically zero <laughs> years old. Also, also, that's getting dangerously close to self-driving cars, and we all know how well those handle pedestrians. <laughs> Gregory, quick! Which of these, uh, which of these boxes has a crosswalk in it? Uh, I run over a kid. <laughs> Correct. I'm just gonna fucking type that joke in the chat. Gregory Lambda sees a small child and just swerves straight into it, <laughs> taking it out instantly. Gregory, uh, if 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 somehow hypothetically you were to lose power, 
We could open the doors and get out, right? Uh, no. Also, we are on fire. <laughs> that would never happen. Don't worry about it. Hold on, hold on. Everybody, hold on. A truck just uh, merged into a lane in front of me. I have to go drive it to a ditch. <laughs> uh, as, a, as a security measure, if the car ever, like, loses power, uh, it lights itself on fire. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, <laughs> bad news, everyone. While we were parked, somebody came and made... Um, no crossing markings out of salt, and now we're stuck here forever. Or until <laughs> summoning <rains>. circle. <laughs> My bad. Okay. We have been sealed okay. here. Okay. 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 Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> so on on the subject of gear. Yes. On the subject of gear. Colin, I I kind of mm-hmm. have the thought because like. My character is technically in debt to a ton of Fae, and maybe some of that debt was incurred by dint of having acquired some magical artifact or another. Like, mm-hmm. I can't use any of it, but maybe some, something has a passive effect somewhere. Maybe a defense in melee? Because I am going to split melee and ranged for defense. How much is that gonna cost me? How much did I have to pay to get that to like execute my cousin's will and get that out of the safe deposit box? Um, Geely suit is basically what I just told you, but with encumbrance of zero instead, and the price is ninety-five Geely suit. So I would say. With the encumbrance being zero, 125 sound good? Make it 100. You want to raise the price by five to have a zero encumbrance? Uh, I'll do 110. Mm, fine. <laughs> All right. So there okay. you are. Okay. I have to. I have to. I had the best idea. Okay. Uh, so I was actually thinking about what vehicle Gregory would drive if they could. And then I thought, okay, so like Gregory's basically a robot and just doesn't have to worry about their skin being torn off by road rash. So uh, Gregory would ride a motorcycle and that's cool. And then I had the image of Gregory in like like the road leathers and like the full face helmet. And that's how, how Gregory blends into society. And then I thought, wait, if the helmet is actually just their face and has a little LED screen. <laughs> You're Sniper Joe now. You're Sniper Joe now, but that's okay. Sniper Joe rules. Like a Daft Punk kind of like, <laughs> like screen and just like. Yeah, kind of wandering over into Dead Mouse here. Gregory yeah. is a protogen. The hell does that mean? I don't know what that is. Is that a, is that a Warhammer thing? No. But, you know, like it's a full face helmet, but the screen isn't actually a screen. It's just an LCD panel, and that's how Gregory emotes and shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like it. That's, that, that actually does rule. I do like that a lot. And so that's how Gregory kind of blends in society. So, like, they're not a robot, but they are, like, Everyone just views him as this weirdo who's wearing a helmet all the time. Excellent. You've made a... Oh, God. I just had the thought of, like, if you go the armor route, you can buy a flak vest, and that's just your leather arm. That's just, like, your biker leathers. 
secretly reinforced with Kevlar, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be the weirdest thing Edwin Steiner has ever done. I feel like this is all Gregory. <laughs> oh no, Gregory Lamb does become uh, rebellious. Gregory watched Terminator 2 and was like, okay, but... Like, okay, but that's a look. (laughs) (laughs) Incidentally, I have spent all of my currency. I spent 300 on a heavy pistol, which I recall uh, Bosco having during the uh, Baltimore 2021 campaign. I, yes, I do recall that as well. He also had a sword, but he passed it off to another party member. That was probably me. And uh, I also got a heavy jacket, which is from the generic item list. It provides one soak and costs one encumbrance. And that's about it. So my soak is two. Yay. Boy. Are there like lists of items or do I have to make them? There's a list. They're um, here and there. Oh. There's some very, like, very generic ones. Yeah, basic, like, generic gear stuff starts at page 90 of the PDF, but then also further down in the settings areas, uh, in the fantasy setting, there is a setting-specific gear, and also in the modern-day setting, there is a setting-specific gear. Okay, because there are two items in the weapons, and one it's a knife and a revolver, yeah, you need to go into the modern day section if you want uh, more modern day stuff. Okay. And then if you want to go fantasy and like use like daggers or axes or stuff, you can use the fantasy gear as well. I um I do not mind double dipping because this is this is a weird fusion of fantasy and modern. I love urban fantasy, but it's a, it is a weird fusion. Yeah, the last thing I bought, by the way, was five alchemic poultices which is my version of painkillers. And because I gave, because I let everybody have a a free vehicle within reason, what's your car? I believe that was also settled during the earlier campaign. He owns a full-size sedan, but it's uh, leased, so he doesn't actually do anything dangerous with it. Okay. So, is he willing to drive to Manhattan with it? That's what trains are for. <laughs> yeah, it'll take three days to uh, get a trip that take only only take three hours. I love trains. Okay, okay selfie. selfie. Same brain cell. <laughs> Same um, brain cell. <laughs> well, what kind of car should I have? I am bad at this. You can have your character just be based in the city if you want. I mean, I probably will. Or just flew there. Yeah. Or ported in through whatever sort of interdimensional portal applies. Smile. <laughs> I've got like a 2000s Nissan Titan. Okay. In the game as well. Okay. But yeah, like, like if you can't think of a kind of vehicle that you want, you can be based in the city and just take a ton of public transportation. Imagine living in a city with public transportation. Fucked up. 
Imagine <sighs> living. Fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> Fucked up. Worth noting, the revolver and the heavy pistol have two different stat blocks. They are very yeah. similar, but a little different. I took the revolver just because it has accurate, rather, over the heavy pistol. It's mm-hmm. more expensive. Yeah, um, accurate is the one that just automatically gives you a boost dice to shooting things, right? Or is that... I don't remember, but it sounds yeah, good. For each level of accurate. this quality, the attacker adds one boost to their combat checks while using this weapon. But if all goes well, I'm not going to be using my firearm, so it's, uh... Yeah, that's, that's an absolute, in-case-of-emergency, break-glass thing for Bosco, I imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Backpacks have a rarity of three? Why do backpacks have a rarity of three? I can go to Walmart and buy a fucking backpack right now. Uh, there are modifiers to rarity, depending on the setting. true and i think they might also be talking about like traveling backpacks which are like better quality but also at the same Mm -hmm. time we are living in a consumer driven economy which is a minus one to rarity so yeah rarity two sounds about right okay because i think also means my knife is rarity zero (laughs) (laughs) yeah sounds about right yeah, sounds about right. I'm an engineer. I own a knife. Hmm. Every time you say that, I'm like, I have the teeth meet the engineer starts so playing it, in my head. I mean, it's a Leatherman, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. My dad's an engineer. Loves Leathermans. Those things are cool. They are nice. They're handy. I used to have one. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened to it. What kind of gun should my pistol be? It's a light pistol. I, I, a Glock. I was thinking a Beretta. Okay. A Glock isn't heavy. Unless that was a joke. Am I? I, I, I don't know guns. I thought Glocks were Glocks heavier. are pretty fucking lightweight because they're mostly plastic. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. It shows what I know about guns, which is next to nothing. Yeah, Glocks are incredibly light. Okay. As far as guns go. Still have fucking $265 burning a hole in my pocket. There are weapons for self-defense. There are... I have a knife. There. Oh, okay. There are things I have a knife, a backpack, and a heavy jacket. Okay. Um... Yeah, same. Well, no, I have a gun, a backpack, and a heavy jacket. Colin, give me more magic items that I've inherited and have to pay off the debt for. <laughs> okay, okay. Um. Word of warning, the uh, basic magic items are really expensive, and they get worse from there. Yeah. Um. Although, actually, it's less expensive than I thought. How about this? You can ha- You can blow all of the rest of it, to add a permanent boost dice to we'll say perception. Hmm. That might actually that might actually be good. It's fucked up that the sword cane is only a steampunk weapon. Oh, I still need to 
pick what fucking skill I have a knack for. I have 25 currency in my pocket. I will probably use it to buy painkiller. Let's see. What are you saying, like, sword cane? It's in the, it's in uh, Yeah, you have to go into, like, the settings, and they'll oh, give you setting-specific things. There's, you, there's, I, I'm betting somewhere you can find some fucking weirdo who has a sword cane and is willing to sell it to you. Dude, you can get a sword cane in, like, an antique store. Yeah. yeah. Or the internet. I bought one when I was, like... 20 because I was an idiot and I still own it. It's sitting in storage. It's, <laughs> it's rad. Shit, but I own it. That's actually rad. It, it actually Sword sucks. Cane. It's really Only bad quality. I would oh, imagine, well. yeah. Anything you could buy, like, probably shit, but. No, you can get, like, you can buy good ones for, like, a couple hundred bucks, but I was 21 and uh, making very little money, so I bought a really <laughs> shit 21 one. and wanted a sword. I bought this for $20 at a flea market. I used it once and had to go to the hospital. <gasps> oh, God. So, sword canes are, like, one of those things where, like, you're, like, in your teens, 20s, and you're like, this is cool as hell, and then you, like, get to, like, 23 or something, and like, ah, sword canes are lame, and then you get back into your 30s, and you're like, sword canes are cool as hell. <laughs> you're in your 30s when you need a cane. I'm 24, and I think they're cool. What does that mean about me? I don't. It means know. you're never gonna get into that phase where you think they're lame. It means you're cringe. <laughs> <laughs> I am cringe, but I am free. It means you're Libra or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't think I need much more than a gun and my my cool magic scissors that I have not determined what they do yet. You're looking for page 219, and one of the basic magic implements is going to run you 400. Hey, I have 400. Oh, hey, um, you can get an, either a magic wand or a magic staff. Um, staves can add up to one range band at no extra uh, difficulty, and I forget what wands do. Um, they basically give you one free single difficulty augment for one type of magic as determined when the wand is created in a very specific way yes so i'll go over that with you in private when you okay looked into the magic stuff some more and see what you want what you wanted to do but you can just consider that a wand okay that's not my item okay i think we're done unless i mean the, i'm trying to pick my stuff here is, but like yeah, buying gear is, is like something you could do on your own time. Look through okay. the list. Okay, I think more. yeah, it's just there's. Okay. And if you've got anything left over, you can just drop it into the money section on your character info tab. Nope, I I spent all my money on a gun and a wand. Okay, Constantine. That's that's not my character. That's uh... God. The stuff <laughs> in the space and the. Uh... Than the science and the space opera settings cost so much more. God damn you, inflation. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, and that was session zero of this. Uh, I hope you had fun. It sounds like we only had to censor what the game was about once. So, good Sorry. job, everybody. But thank you for listening. Thank you, players, for creating your characters. 
session one's honestly probably going to go up at the same time as this. So uh, we'll see you in hopefully just a couple minutes as you start listening to session one. So see you in a little bit. Tell them what day we're doing this on. Good night. Bye. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Good night. Among Us. <laughs> Among Us. Among Us. <laughs> <laughs>